What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Roast Masters Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Mostaller, and tonight I'm flying solo. No Doug, no Garrett, just me talking about the NFC North. But don't worry, I did my homework, and I am here to help you win your league. If you want to listen to our AFC previews, that is available to you on Anchor, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, Roastmasters Fantasy Football, so make sure to give us a listen. We're also live on TikTok right now. We'll be answering any viewer questions that come through. Uh, Hopefully, we'll get a couple and can help them win some leagues. So let's jump right into the NFC North, and we're going back to the champions of the NFC North of last year, and that was the Green Bay Packers. Let's talk about the Green Bay Packers for a minute. Aaron Rodgers, we weren't sure what was going to happen with Aaron. He's coming off an MVP season, and everybody was like, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Well, he is now going to play. Aaron Rodgers, again, was the MVP last year. He finished quarterback two in fantasy with 4,299 yards. He led the way in touchdowns out of all the quarterbacks with 48 and only five interceptions. One of the greatest years from a quarterback in a a long while, probably since Patrick Mahomes a few years back. Rodgers has also averaged quarterback five the last three seasons, so He's going right around there. Definitely a quarterback that you want on your team if you can get him at a good value. And I'd say right now he's going behind. It is, let's see, um, Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. And, of course, the top two of uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. So good value. Uh, you know, you sometimes want a fantasy quarterback that can run the ball. Uh, he also ran for three touchdowns. So definitely a guy that you want to look for uh, if he's available, if you miss out on the top ones. Somebody in the comments here on TikTok is asking if I can name an NBA player. I can name many NBA players. <laughs> Dwayne Wade, my favorite of all time. Uh, But nonetheless, Aaron Rodgers, you want him. He's going to play this year, and this could be his last year. So you want to go all out on Aaron Rodgers uh, and this team. I think he will have a fantastic year. And uh, I also forgot to add Dak Prescott is going uh, right in front of him. I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers over Prescott and potentially Murray this year, uh, but we'll see what happens. Let's talk about the guys that Aaron Rodgers throws to, and we have to talk about Devontae Adams, who finished wide receiver one in fantasy last year, 115 receptions, which was third best, over 1,000 yards, 1,374, and he was number one in touchdowns, 18 touchdowns, just an insane number. I I believe Adams will still be 
number one, especially with Rodgers there. That's Rodgers' main guy, and they haven't made any changes to the wide receiver core to, to say differently. Uh, they did get back Randall Cobb, uh, who was uh, formerly on the Texans. Now he is back with the Packers. Right now his ADP is number one, and that's where you got to draft Devontae Adams. I believe that he's a little bit better than Tyree Kill, especially with Aaron Rodgers back. Right now he's going at the uh, end of the first round, beginning of the second round. It's great value for a guy that's reliable, that's consistent. So Devontae Adams, if a lot of the good running backs are already gone, such as Zeke, Saquon, um, trying to think of other guys, Jonathan Taylor's up there. I'd rather have Devontae Adams over Jonathan Taylor any day. So if he's there at the end of the first round, draft him. Draft Devontae Adams there. That's where his value is. Some other receivers on the team, Marquez Valdez Scantling, finished with 33 receptions and six touchdowns, which he improved the year prior, where he only had two touchdowns. And Alan Lazard finished with 33 receptions and three touchdowns. Another guy to mention and is kind of a fantasy sleeper for me is Robert Tunyon. He shocks a lot of people last year, the tight end for the Packers. He finished tight end four with 52 receptions, 586 yards, and 11 touchdowns. He actually tied Travis Kelsey for the most touchdowns in the league last year. And this is an interesting stat. Tunyon had one touchdown each in his last six of seven games. So in only one game did he not score a touchdown in the last seven games. Right now, he's going as a tight end 10 behind guys like Noah Fant that doesn't have a quarterback, Dallas Goddard that was hurt last year, and Logan Thomas who has a new quarterback and Fitzpatrick throwing to him. This is fantastic value. When we talk fantasy football, we look for value because there's a lot of players that uh, can go off and that you're going to be want to be targeting. But at the ADP, the average draft position, you want to look who's going around there and the value out of that. Right now, Robert Tunyon is a top 10 or right now listed as tight end 10 after finishing tight end four last year. Granted, Rodgers probably doesn't throw 48 touchdowns, but Tunyon can still be a top, easy top 10, potentially top five tight end in the NFL this year in fantasy. So Tunyon is a guy that you can wait on if you don't get a Travis Kelsey, if you don't get a Darren Waller, if you don't get a uh, George Kittle. He's a guy that you can wait on. You can draft other positions. You can, you, you know, you can lean more running back wide receiver heavy and wait until a later round where Tunyon is available. Definitely good value for Robert Tunyon where he's at. I, I almost guarantee that he's going to finish better than tight end 10. Maybe he drops a little bit to tight end six, tight end seven, but with Aaron Rodgers back, boy, that's great value. Let's look at the running back position now. And another good talent is Aaron Jones. He finished running back five last year. And I was very high on Aaron Jones with over a thousand yards rushing, nine rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns on 47 receptions, which was right outside the top 10. Aaron Jones did have 19 touchdowns back in 2019. And uh, he had, oh, that was total touchdowns. 
He had 11 total touchdowns last year. So eight less touchdowns, but still a running back five in fantasy. And this is also something to note in the last three years, Aaron Jones has had at least nine total touchdowns. So you can rely on the guy. And one thing to add is Jamal Williams was getting some looks uh, and now he's not on the team. He's gone. And we're going to talk about him a little bit uh, in Detroit when we discuss Detroit, but he has AJ Dillon behind him. Dillon is a talented back. Dillon is going to take some carries away from Aaron Jones, but here's the thing that differs from last year. Jamal Williams is a bigger back. Aaron Jones is a bigger back. So some of those goal line looks were going to Jamal Williams. Now they'll be to Aaron Jones. They're not going to run AJ Dillon at the two yard line, the three yard line. They're going to bring in Aaron Jones and let him run. So that is where Jones comes into play, where he's going to be a, a big factor. Uh, so Aaron Jones right now, second round, he's definitely of good value. Uh, if you, and, and for instance, here you're, drafting towards the end of the first round. Why not go Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, and then flip around and get Aaron Jones? That's a top five running back potential. Right now his ADP is running back nine, but this is a guy that I would be thrilled to get in the later first, early second round. Again, I like him over Jonathan Taylor. I like him over a couple backs. When we do our rankings, I will let you guys know where I have him, but Again, nine total touchdowns the last three years. He went from nine to 19 to 11. He's going to get you around double-digit touchdowns. He's reliable. If they give him the ball some more in the passing game, that's great. But Aaron Jones is a guy that I'm going to be targeting this year. And if I can finish the first round with Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones and Tyree Kill, boy, would I be thrilled. That would be a, a stacked team right off the bat. So, Aaron Jones is a guy that you want on your fantasy team this year, especially if you get him in the second round. The defense, don't draft the defense. The Packers' uh, defense has been pretty average. They're 17th last year, so you're not going to be looking at that. But I'm drafting Aaron Rodgers as a QB1. Aaron Jones is a running back one. Devontae Adams is a wide receiver one. And Robert Tunyon, tight end one. Last year, 13-3. and we predicted as a group 11 and five. So we were two games off this year. I think they go 14 and three. This is the year for the Packers. This could be the last year of Aaron Rodgers, and they are chasing a Super Bowl right now. Place a bet on it. I already did. I have the Packers winning the Super Bowl this year. I placed a future on that. I have them uh, winning their division. I have them winning the NFC, trying to get some money back. But I think the Packers are going all out. If their defense improves a little bit, they could potentially finish with the best record out of the whole NFL. So it's an exciting team. There's a lot of fantasy value on here. And if you can get any of these guys on your team, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Robert Tunyon, you won't be disappointed. Okay. Let's move on to the second place team in the division last year and kind of shock some people. That is the Chicago Bears, and they are looking different at quarterback. Right now, Andy Dalton, he was signed from the Cowboys last year, 14 touchdowns, eight interceptions in replace of Dak Prescott. 
Right now he's listed as a starter, but they do draft Justin Fields out of Ohio State with the 11th overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. And what a talent Justin Fields is. 63 touchdowns in nine interceptions in the last two seasons at Ohio State. The only issue I have is how many Ohio State quarterbacks actually made it in the NFL. There's really none. I know I've looked at this before, and the quarterbacks coming out of the Ohio State, most of them have losing records. And most of them have more interceptions than touchdowns. Take a look at Dwayne Haskins. He hasn't done anything and is now a third string quarterback for the Steelers. So I, it's tough to say, I wish the best of luck for Justin Fields. And I do think that Fields will take over as a starting quarterback pretty early on in the season, just as Justin Herbert did last year. Obviously we don't, we don't wish for an Andy Dalton injury, but I think that Fields will be deserving of it. We'll see him perform in the preseason. Right now, Justin Fields is going QB 22 and uh, not really being drafted, but he's there. People take risks on him, and I think he's a waiver wire pickup for you. Uh, Somebody to, to look at if he takes over the starting position. Okay, let's look at his receiver core. And we'll start with a guy out of Penn State that I really like, Allen Robinson. Last year, I was high on him, and he finished wide receiver nine with 102 receptions, which was fourth overall, over 1,000 yards, 1,250, and six touchdowns. He was wide receiver eight the year prior, wide receiver nine this year. The only problem that I have with Robinson this year is he is a talented wide receiver, but we don't know how they're going to get him the ball, if they're going to target him as much as Trubisky did. And that's concerning for me uh, because now you don't even know who the starting quarterback is going to be between Dalton and Fields. We don't know what the chemistry is going to be like. Trubisky only threw to Allen Robinson. That's why he was fourth overall receptions. But now you have two new quarterbacks. If it's Justin Fields, he's going to run the ball more. If it's Dalton, yeah, maybe he looks Robinson's way, but maybe they also throw to Darnell Mooney. He had 61 receptions and four touchdowns last year, or the newly acquired Demir Bird from the New England Patriots. I I am lower on Allen Robinson. He's going wide receiver 11 right now. I think that he will be more of a bust at that ADP. I, I see him finishing more between the 15 and 20 range. Um, and again, it's not because he's not a talented wide receiver. It's just he. we don't know who's going to be thrown in the ball and what the chemistry is going to be like. So I'm going to stay off of Allen Robinson unless I get him maybe in the sixth round. Right now he's going fourth round. I'd be happy getting him later on. Uh, We look at the tight end spot. Last year, it was Jimmy Graham. He finished tight end 13, eight touchdowns, which was tied for fourth out of the tight ends, 456 yards and 50 receptions. This year, they list Cole Komet as tight end one, even though Komet only had two touchdowns last year. So I think it's going to be both of these guys. I'm staying away from both of them right now. Komet's going tight end 21, not being drafted. So I'd stay away from both of these guys if I were you. Um, 
and it more of a wait and see how they perform going into the uh, uh, into the season. Maybe one of them is being targeted a lot. Maybe one isn't. Uh, maybe then you pick one up off of waivers, but not a guy that's going to be drafted. And, you know, I, I just don't see, again, we go back to who's the quarterback is. These guys get that many looks. So I'm staying away from the Bears tight ends. But I have to give a shout out to one of their backup tight ends, J.P. Holtz. We had interviewed him on our other betting podcast we do the betting it was great to talk to the guy he's a he's a great guy and hopefully uh Holtz will get some playing time this year for the Bears he's a talented guy all right lastly we got to talk about the running back and that's David Montgomery who improved from running back 22 in 2019 to running back four last year he had over a thousand rushing yards eight touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns So 10 touchdowns total. Montgomery caught fire at the end of the year. He averaged 22 fantasy points per game in the last six games, along with seven of his eight rushing touchdowns coming in the last five games. Montgomery did face easier defenses during those games, but they gave him the ball more. He had 21 carries per game in the last five games. And Matt Nagy also came out saying that he wants to give Montgomery the ball more like they did at the end of the year. So Montgomery is a sleeper play right now. His ADP is running back 17 in the third round. This is a guy that finished running back four. Now he is going at running back 17 in the third round. This is a spot where I'm usually trying to draft some wide receivers, but Again, if you're later in the draft and you're going to take one of the top wide receivers, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, you get a running back such as Aaron Jones, maybe you grab Najee Harris, maybe you grab uh, Austin Eckler. This is where you want to grab Montgomery. He's going to be able to produce, I think, in the top 10. I think the addition of these new quarterbacks even helps Montgomery because he's been there. They're going to get him the ball. Um, I I like Montgomery this year, and I have not said that about him in the last few years. But what I saw in those last six games really, really uh, had me sold on Montgomery. So I am looking at him uh, as a potential maybe 10, 12 overall running back. Um, I don't think he's anywhere near running back four this year, unless he is definitely getting those touches like he did at the end of the year. But there's a lot of upside there. Uh, Tariq Cohen is still there. He is coming back from injury, though, and they did add Damian Williams from the Chiefs. So uh, there is some talent behind him at running back, but Montgomery is going to be the main guy. Uh, so if we take a look at who I'm drafting off this team, Montgomery is a running back one, and I'd be comfortable with Robinson as a wide receiver two. Last year, eight and eight for the Bears. We predicted seven and nine, so we were right there. I think they do take a decline this year with, again, uh, not knowing who the starting quarterback is going to be. I see them going six and 11 this year, two games worse, two to three games worse, uh, actually. 
than last year. So I think that they will come in third in the division um, instead of coming second last year, just missing out on a playoff spot. But uh, watch out for Justin Fields. He potentially could take off uh, and we'll just have to, to see what happens. All right, two teams down, two teams to go in the NFC North. And next, we're going to discuss the Minnesota Vikings. And let's start with quarterback Kirk Cousins, who finished quarterback 11 last year with 4,265 yards, which was eighth best overall out of the quarterbacks in the NFL. 35 touchdowns, which was sixth best. What really killed him was the interceptions. He was the third worst with 13. He had nine more touchdowns than the year prior, though, but he also had seven more interceptions. Cousins last year in 2019 finished quarterback 14, and the year prior, quarterback 12. Another sleeper for you guys. His current ADP is quarterback 20, which he has never finished below quarterback 20. He's always consistent, and if you look at the last, I don't know, five years, he had a couple seasons where he finished in the top 10, even one in the top five. So, and, and now he's got two really good receivers and help with Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins isn't a guy that I am going to be looking at to be a starter, but as a backup, sure. He, he has that top 10 potential every year. Yeah, he finished quarterback 14 and 12 the years prior, so guaranteed quarterback 15, but not quarterback 20 where his ADP is right now. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a reliable backup. I wouldn't draft him as a QB1, but if you're stuck with him, uh, you know what he can do. He's consistent. He's going to be a top 15 quarterback. And uh, I wouldn't be too worried about Cousins. So for the value of QB20, definitely, definitely somebody to watch that will probably finish at least the top 15. He'll be of good value and a sleeper at that ADP. One reason why I say he's going to be really good is, is the wide receiver play. And if you listen to the Roastmasters podcast last year, we said that Justin Jefferson would finish as rookie number one at wide receiver, even though he wasn't drafted there in the 2020 draft. And we were right. We were big on Justin Jefferson uh, with Diggs gone. We thought he would take that role. He would get those targets. And boy, did he ever. He finished wide receiver six last year with 88 receptions, 1,400 yards, which was third best, and seven touchdowns. Jefferson had double-digit fantasy points also, in six of his, excuse me, six of his last eight games. Right now, his current ADP is wide receiver eight. Adam Thielen is also on the team. He finished wide receiver 10 last year with 74 receptions, 925 yards, but he had 14 touchdowns, three third best overall. And when you take a look at Thielen, he only played in eight games the year prior. He still had six touchdowns. He plays in all the games this year, I believe, all, if not almost all of them, 14 touchdowns. This is Cousins' guy. He's had him for years, and uh, he's familiar with him. So Justin Jefferson 
might get the receptions this year, but the touchdown guy is still going to be Adam Thielen. Thielen is currently going wide receiver 16 in the fifth round, which is fantastic value. Right now, uh, even with Jefferson, you know, I, I would rather at the ADP draft Adam Thielen than Justin Jefferson because we know they have that connection between him and Kirk Cousins. And even though he might get under a thousand yards, he might have less receptions and yards than Jefferson. It looks like he's the touchdown guy. I think that Jefferson will have closer to 10 touchdowns this year. And Thielen maybe has a couple less touchdowns, but I think he still will be a top 15 wide receiver, meaning he will outbeat that ADP of wide receiver 16. So I'd rather have Thielen at the ADP than Jefferson where he's going, but uh, you know, Jefferson is definitely a good talent. And if you get him, you won't be disappointed. They also have Irv Smith Jr. at tight end. Finished tight end 22 last year. 30 receptions, five touchdowns. He did miss three games. Right now he's going tight end 13, which I think is okay value, but not starter worthy. He still has a lot to prove. Again, a guy that I'm going to be letting sit on waivers. If somebody picks him up as a backup, I'm okay with that, but it's not going to be me. All right. Now for the running back, and we got to talk about Dalvin Cook. He finished running back two last year with over 1,500 yards rushing, which was second best, 16 rushing touchdowns, which was tied for second, and he had one receiving touchdown for four, or sorry, one receiving touchdown on 44 receptions. Cook, though, had three fumbles which was third worst. So he had trouble holding on to the ball. He probably could have finished running back one if he was able to hold on to the ball. Um, Right now he's going right behind Christian McCaffrey. And I kind of like a running back better than him right now at number two. If I was picking second overall, I wouldn't be taking Dalvin Cook. I'd be taking Alvin Kamara, who right now is going fifth overall, surprisingly. I think Kamara without Breeze there gets a lot more looks as McCaffrey does with poor quarterback play in Carolina. So I do like Cook, and I think he gets more carries this year. Uh, But I am taking Kamara over Cook at number two. Alexander Madison, though, if you are drafting Cook, you've got to draft Alexander Madison because – Dalvin Cook's known to miss some games, and in that case, Madison is going to be the backup. So he is probably one of the best handcuffs that you can get uh, in the NFL this year. Draft Madison if you're drafting Cook. That's all I got to say. Definitely, Cook is a top three running back. Definitely a guy, if you're drafting in the top three, a better snag. Um, But I am leaning more towards Kamara at the number two spot. Defense went way downhill, 7th in 2019, 27th in 2020. So stay away from the defense. That's what hurt them last year, Um, and it might continue to hurt them if they don't improve it. So I'm drafting Kirk Cousins as a a backup quarterback, quarterback two. I like Dalvin Cook as my running back one, of course, and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen can both be 
QB or uh, wide receiver ones uh, for your fantasy team. Last year, they go seven and nine. We predicted 11 and five. We're really high on the Vikings last year and their potential, especially with a really good defense, but that fell through. This year, I'm leaning more towards eight and nine, nine and eight. I think they're, they improve by at least one or two games. Uh, I think the defense improves a little bit more and the wide receiver play running back plays phenomenal. They can stay healthy and COVID free, which right now uh, Kirk Cousins is recovering uh, back from that. Uh, and I think that the Vikings might be one of the least vaccinated teams. So uh, that is kind of scary if there's an outbreak, but right now Kirk Cousins is getting over it. So he should be ready to play. I like them going eight and nine comfortably, but I could say nine and eight if uh, I want to be generous. I think that they could make it there. Okay. Tough doing the podcast alone without taking a couple drinks of water here, talking a lot. Usually I got my boys to help me out. They got obligations this week. It's understandable. They will be back. I'm all right giving you uh, my updates on who I think is going to be good in the NFC North because I sit down, I do my homework before I do this, and I'm going to help you win your fantasy league. Uh, so we're going to go to the Lions, the last team in the NFC North. And before we get to the Lions, if you want to listen to the AFC uh, previews, go ahead and you can follow us on our Instagram, rm underscore fantasy football. Or to listen to the podcast, go to Anchor, go to Spotify, go to uh, Google Podcasts, and just Google or search Roastmasters Fantasy Football. All right, let's jump to the Lions now. And let's start with their running back first. And he's getting a lot of uh, hype this year, and that's DeAndre Swift. He finished running back 18 last year. With 521 yards and eight touchdowns, along with two receiving touchdowns on 46 receptions. Swift is currently going RB15, which I think is okay value, but let's take a look at his season last year a little bit more. Swift was only able to get double digit fantasy points in seven of 13 games played. So he did just over half the games get double-digit fantasy points, but only twice did he have more than 20, 20 or more twice in the 13 games. Here's my issue with Swift. Right around where he's going, where his ADP is, there's two guys that I like a little bit more, and that's J.K. Dobbins that I was really high on from Baltimore, and a guy that we just talked about, David Montgomery. I'm rather taking those guys over DeAndre Swift, which Swift, I think, still going to be a good running back, but where his ADP is, I see better value around it. So I'm going to be targeting more guys in that round and around him over Swift. And unless I'm really desperate and Dobbins and Montgomery are gone there at that ADP, I'm not drafting DeAndre Swift. And in an auction league, unless I can get them really cheap, if you're doing a $100 auction league, I'm talking maybe 12 bucks. And I'm staying away from DeAndre Swift. Um, they also add Jamal Williams, um, who we talked about a little bit when we talked about Aaron Jones. And uh, we talked about how he took away some time from 
Aaron Jones, Williams will be getting a lot of goal line looks, which takes away from DeAndre Swift as well. So I think he improves yardage-wise. Touchdowns, I'm comfortable right around where he's at, eight uh, eight touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns. Maybe he has a couple more receptions with his new quarterback, but we'll have to wait and see. Okay, now on to the new quarterback, and there was a trade. Jared Goff from the L.A. Rams was traded to Detroit for Matt Stafford. Now, Goff last year finished quarterback 19 for the Rams with right under 4,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions, which wasn't that great. My concern, he has worse tight or worse wide receivers this year than he did with the Rams. Currently, he's going QB 28, which is understandable. He's not being drafted because he hasn't performed that well in the last two years, and he has worse wide receivers than he did in L.A. So let's talk about the wide receivers. We used to be pretty high on Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, but they're both off the team now. Number one wide receiver list is Tyrell Williams, former Charger and Raider, who last year for the Raiders, six touchdowns, 651 receiving yards. Rashad Perriman, listed as wide receiver two, had three touchdowns last year for the Jets. And Quintez Cephas, two touchdowns last year. So your top two guys are coming from different teams who they weren't even number one on their teams. And really, we don't know who the number one wide receiver will be. We don't know who Goff will be targeting. And I'm staying away from all the wide receivers. I'm not drafting any of them, even if they're on the board. Uh, I'll wait till we go into uh, the regular season uh, to see if any of them have potential. All right, but one guy that I might be drafting is TJ Hawkinson, who last year finished tight end five, which he was tight end 28 in 2019. But last year, tight end five, 67 receptions, 723 yards, which was third best in yards out of all tight ends, and six touchdowns. He is their best receiver, so you have to give him that. Goff should be targeting him more than any of the other wide receivers. I do think that his ADP of five is way too high. New quarterback, a lot of new weapons. Um, a guy that you could draft as a starter, if you like to wait on your tight ends, uh, but not at tight end five. I'd actually flip around Robert Tunyon and TJ Hawkinson. And when we do the rankings, you'll find out where I rank them. But I think that he will be a bust at that ADP. I think Hawkinson will finish maybe closer to the top 10 if he's lucky. As we had seen him finish tight end 28 the year prior, uh, he did improve with Stafford last year, though. So right now the defense is worse than the league. Don't even look to draft them. And uh, this team is just looking even worse this year than last year. They go five and 11. We predicted four and 12. This year I'm saying two and 15. I think they're lucky to win two games. Uh, their defense horrendous. They're not going to keep them in games. Goff, you know, Goff was lucky because he had the Rams defense that was top three, number one, most years. 
So he had the defense to carry in some of these games. He's not this year. I don't think with this receiver core and with him that he'll be able to do anything special. So I think that the Lions could finish as the worst team in the NFL up there with the Jets and the Jags. So uh, I'm not really drafting anybody here. DeAndre Swift running back to potential on a fantasy team. TJ Hawkinson, I mean, he can be a tight end one, but he's their only hope at the receiver position. So I'm saying 2-15 and 15 for these lines this year. But that's the NFC North for you guys. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and made it through with me, go ahead and follow us on Instagram, rm underscore fantasy football. We post some viewer questions over there sometimes, and we like to shout you out in the podcast. To listen to our other episodes, uh, the AFC is completed for this year. Go to Anchor. Uh, go to Google Podcasts. Go to Spotify and go ahead and search Roastmasters Fantasy Football. You'll see us there, and you can take a listen. Again, I study this up. We study this up. Uh, we know what we're talking about. We're going to help you win your league. So if you enjoyed watching, make sure to share it with some friends. And uh, make sure to give us a follow again on Instagram. That is RM underscore fantasy football. We'll be back next week with the NFC South, followed by the NFC East, NFC West. And then the week before you should be drafting before Labor Day, uh, we will be going into our rankings. So I want to thank you guys for watching. Hopefully you guys enjoy your week. We got football coming up this week with the Steelers and Cowboys in the Hall of Fame game. We're going to have football every week here till the Super Bowl. So uh, this is a great time of year. If you're watching on TikTok, follow me, and I'll be going live for more of these podcasts. All right, guys, wish you the best. We will talk to you next week with the NFC South.